Help us in the way, dearie. Great, Scott. I feel need, need for speed. Can't bunga, dude. You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Harry Met Podcast. This is my, my Harry from my dad's dad. And it's dad's special day, well, not today, but in the future. When this, when this yeah. comes out. We don't do it in like months. What special day is it? Your birthday, you're 50 years old. No, I'm not. Oh, oh. I'm 44. Yay! So you know. Wish Dad happy birthday in the on Instagram and Twitter. So how are we? What's tell when we tell people about the podcast and what we do? Basically, Dad's shooting films for his childhood, well slash adulthoodish. They're just films that mean yeah. stuff to you. Oh, I want to watch when I grow up, or ones that mean to me as we grow as I've got older. Yeah, and we view them. Basically, and how do we always start the podcast? Um, I, well, we have to say what the film is, which is for prestige. Oh, this film. It's not a bad thing. And how do we start it? Um, I give Dad a number of lines, and yes, we cut the film. This is like a, I'm going to give because it's your birthday, and you're turning 44, I'm going to give you four. Okay. But when did you come out? Sorry? When did you come out? I haven't mentioned that. 2006. Okay, so you get four, isn't so the procedure about two magicians called Amphi and Robert, so Bord and Angier is their actual surnames, um, who, so the first sentence, who after a mishap in a magic trick become rivals. This, this, this plot revolves around Angier trying to work out Borden's magic trick and yeah. Borden discovering what how Angier copied it. Yeah. That's basically the plot. Yeah. Um, and we're going to say straight off, this, we're going to spoil this film, so if you haven't seen it... See it. ...do not watch this episode. You you will have to focus, like I had to, but this film broke my mind. So shall I give you some facts about the film? Yeah. Not an awful lot about this, because it's a reasonably new film, so you don't get as much stuff. Um, so... we got box office. two hours, ten minutes. came out in 2006. Budget was 40 million, worldwide gross was 109 million. That's not bad. It was 54, number 54 for a year, but it's not the type of film to blow up the box office. Uh, that year was Pirate, number one was Pirates of Dead Man, Pirates of Caribbean Dead Man's Chest, which is one of the sequels, I can't remember which one it is. Uh, da Vinci Code, Ace Age Meltdown, again a sequel, Casino Royale, which is James Bond film, and Night at Museum 1. Really? Well done. Um, this is a Christopher Nolan film, who's the guy with the Batman trilogy that you really like. Yes, and it's also um, got the guy from Trader Showman, which I love both of those films. And it's got the guy Alfred from it too, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. So, this is just a Bat- I think it's just Batman disguise here. I don't know. There was um, a lot of clever things. So, let's just do a quick fire round. When we talk about a film, I'll try and bring it Quick fire, you mean slow fire? Yeah, the question now, we're going to change it to really. We've discovered it's never quick fire. So, Who'd you most like to meet? Alfred, which is the... I can't remember what his name is in this dad. Oh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, so he is called he's Cutter. Just, yeah, he's just... He's seen yeah, it. I would say him. Um, best music moment? I'm not really sure there's anything that stands I out. think the end music when I think is a bit good. When we reveal. Yeah. Like the build-up. Oh, yeah, I get Yeah, that's probably true. Which character would you do a spin-off with? I would do it with Cutter. I don't think you can do it with two main magicians. You could, you could do it all happened after. I suppose. Yeah. Did you like the end? Yes. 
This film is all about the end. Yeah, the thing is, this might be not be but watchable. That's the only thing. The dis- oh, we'll talk about that in a bit. Does it hold up? Yes. Yeah, it, I know exactly. It's not it doesn't use that for anything. It just uses good camera and. Is there stuff. anything you would like from the film? The um, um the ball. You know how the bouncy ball he has. Uh, I'd like to. I'd like his book of tricks. Um, oh, that's would you pay to see this at the cinema? Yes. Yeah, so would I. Imagine seeing a big screen with a bucket of popcorn. Scariest moment? Kind of probably the reveal of why, how no, when Angie, you, you were the, doing the trick. The beginning when you see him banging on the glass. Oh, okay. Yeah. Favourite character? This would be interesting. Probably, again, Alfred, which I can't remember his name because I don't actually know what his name is in this. Or I think he's probably my favourite because I think he's because he, he acts in um, this. Yeah, possibly him or quite like Andy Serkis' character. True. Yeah. Um, worst effect, I don't really think. No, it doesn't. Um, so, elaborate on the plot. Basically, this is about two minutes trying to work out each other's plot, each other's story, each other's trick, and when they do it, it's, it's so cleverly late. So, but for those of them, basically the trick is that um, Christian Bale, who plays Alfie Borden, he, he does this trick where he goes, he goes, door. In, goes into one cupboard and comes out across the stage in another cupboard. Um, so, Hugh Jackman's character, who's called Angier, he wants to copy it, and the way he, cop- he discovers to copy it is get a double. Doesn't work. Um, but then the double is like a drunk actor, and it goes a bit wrong. Um, he goes so he to then, the enemy's side. He then gets, tr- he then gets con believing that Tesla, the famous inventor, um, created the machine for him, created the trick for Borden. Um, Tesla actually does create a trick. Now, his, the thing is that his trick, basically, as we said, we're going to really spoil him this film, we do apologise, yeah, but we have to talk about it. This possibly. film, you cannot stop spoilers because it's such a thing where you can't. It's integral to talking about it, yeah. in the way we're going to talk about it. Oh, it's um, is that. So I'm emphasising again before I spoil this film. Spoiler. If you haven't seen the film, stop listening. Editor, put spoilers on the screen. Go watch the film first because it's it's a really good film. You don't want to you don't want to wreck that. First. Put spoiler alert on the screen, Dad. You can probably yeah. do that, I think. Okay. Yeah, I can do. Um, there's a. I'll write that on here so I remember. Um, so basically, the trick creates a copy of him, and then. So he realizes that what he needs to do is kill the copy. So he no, he kills. So when he steps into the machine, it ta- it makes a copy a certain distance away, and all of his essence goes into that copy. So the the one that steps into the machine falls into like a, a water trap, which is and kills him, and then he lives as the other one, and it keeps repeating itself. So he only does it like a certain amount of times. Um, put cut the cutter into a thing. It turns out the other guy's trick is as simple as he is an identical twin. And, and they cut his finger. 
and he has an identical twin brother and they keep swapping around so they both share the same life. This, this film honestly had me confused through most of it because I was like, what? Because when you first see him trying, like, okay, I, I was like, it's going to be a murder mystery, like, who killed him? He put that water jug there, but knowing it twisted, it's like... So yeah, at the very, very beginning, Michael Caine's character talks about tricks and what he said. And as he's doing it, he's doing a canary in a cage trick. And the canary in a cage trick, there's a little boy that straight away says, what? When he's showing the trick on stage, a little boy says to um, Christian Bale's character, what happened to his brother? And he says, what do you mean, what happened to his brother? And he's like, the bird that was in the cage originally. Because the trick is that the cage collapses and it kills a bird, but they pull another bird out. Which they can't do anymore. So the trick is, it, this, this basically explains the trick that they both use. So one of them uses brothers, and the other one uses a copy and kills the kills one yeah. lives and lets the other one live. So it explains both tricks, so it's very clever. But you don't notice it. And it's very it. laid. Now you said this probably doesn't work a second time. What actually happens is, so if you watch this again, yeah. you would sit there and think, how did I not work this out? That's why I'm not watching this one. I've watched it quite a few times, and every time there's more in it, but you think, oh. Yeah. Like you said, he, so, Borden gets his finger cut on a cage. Yeah. So then the twin cuts his cage. No, it's not, it's not in a cage. He gets shot, doesn't he? Oh, no, he gets shot, sorry. Because he, he tries to pretend to have his gun. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over it. Basically, at the beginning, they're both way together. And um, the guy from Great Showman, I can't remember his name. He exactly. has yeah, he has a wife. Um, but he tightened the knot too tight, so she couldn't get out. So she dies. So basically, they both have a rivalry. And he tries to pretend to have his gun trick. But he replaced it with a bullet and shot his hand. And then he retaliates and then he retaliates. Like just like a, a bother. So the whole thing is about their egos, isn't it? Yeah. So that the idea is that Alfred Borden, who put his stage name is the Professor. He's, a professor? He's clever, but he's not, he's not as good of a showman as Robert Angier, yeah. who's the other guy. He's called the Great Danton. Great Danton. Um, and he's a better there. showman. So he makes the tricks look better than they actually are. Um, what's quite clever is there's loads of little... So, Christian Bale's character is called Alfie Borden. Yeah. So his initials are AB. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman's character is called Robert Angier. So his initials are RA. You put the initials together and it says Abra. So it's like Abracadabra. Oh. Oh. Um, so his twin brother is always with him and he's like... He's heavily made up in makeup and disguises, and he's called Fallon. 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 Um, and he, Alfie, gets married to someone called Sarah. Yeah. And for quite a lot throughout the film, she says to him, she asks him to say, do you, say, ask him. To, she says to him, "Do you love me?" And he'll say, "Yes" or "No." And every day he says it, she says, "You do today, or you don't today," because she says, "Someday she'll love me, and someday she'll love." Me. Yeah, but it's also magic more. You know what and this is obviously another twist. This is her again saying this. that there's two people. And there's, but when they very, very first meet and they go on a date, and then he walks down the stairs, and the next minute he's in her flat. Yeah, that's confused me. It's it's the twin. But how did he get in? He gets in through a window because he does it. Like, she literally walks through a door, and he's walking downstairs. And when she gets in the flat, he's already in there. 
because that's what he does. He gets he break he, the other one goes in. Sneaky. And, like, he, um, the Danton sends his like assistant, which is assistant, um, who's played by Scarlett Johansson, Olivia, and she falls in love with Alfred Borden. Not the thing that, and you said, oh, he's cheating on his wife. Yeah, he is. Thing. He's not. No. Because one of the twins loves her, and one of them loves his wife. Um, the twins are called Albert and Freddie. Yeah. Because she said sometimes she calls she calls him Freddie and him and it, and the other one calls him Alfie and it's, and and the other one calls it Albert and it's because Alfie and Freddie if you put those yeah Albert and Freddie if you put the names together you get Alfie. Oh. You can make Alfie out of their names. I also did like tests in this because he's like, like all oh, the machine doesn't work and he just sees two cats and like 20 top hats. That's funny to me. Yeah, there's a bit of the beginning where you see a cat walking through the top hats and you don't, when he's talking about the tricks and you don't realise what it is because it's told through flashback, isn't it? Where Yeah, that's which I actually loved. Because they each read in each other's diaries. Yeah. Which again is a, is a setup, but they each yeah, know Yeah, because he goes to jail for murder. Yeah, so. Um, Christine Bale's character gets set up for the murder of Hugh Jackman's character, but Hugh Jackman's still alive and he's actually uh, he's Lord Cardlow, I think he is. Lord Cardlow? And he's actually trying to buy the tricks. Um, I think it's like... And he actually comes to the prison and he's got the, he's got the daughter, he's got Alfie's daughter. And obviously then, the, the twist at the end is that obviously he then reveals, he gets hung but his brother's still alive and his brother goes and kills. Yeah, because when you see the ball and like, oh, it's the guy which, you know, and you peel the face like, what the confusion? Because that's the point where you've discovered the twins. I, I do like when you bounce the ball and you get hear gunshot. It's so clever and so late. This is a bit dark because there's a lot of death in it. Yeah, it's difficult also to see which one you like because you start not liking Christian Bale's character because you think he yeah, killed the other guy's wife by changing a knot. But which twin, which twin died? That's the thing, do we know? I'm trying to remember if he says which one, he, who he loved. I think it's the one that loved... His wife? No, the assistant. I think that's the one who dies. Because I'm pretty sure he says... Tell... He says, I'm sorry for Sarah. Because oh. she kills herself, doesn't she? And I think that's very dark. I think scene. he's saying it to he's saying it to the other one because he knows that he loves the other one. Yeah. So I think the one that loves the wife is the one that's still alive. I've got to admit that Sarah seems very dark. Cause you see her like, and then you just see her body and it's like, because then you like. It's clever because you you you're so focused on wondering how they do with tricks. Yeah. But you miss the, the blatant obvious stuff. Very very when. Hugh Jackman's character sees yeah. the trick for the first time and goes back to Michael Caine's character. Michael Caine literally says, he's using a double. And he's like, and then the assistant goes, well, he's not because he's got his fingers chopped off as well. He hasn't got, it's the same guy. And it's because they don't realise that he's chopped his fingers off to match. Yeah. And there's even a bit where he's chopped his fingers off and then, it, 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 and then a couple of scenes, like he's lost his fingers and a, a little bit, a few scenes later, his wife is bandaging him up and questioning him why they're still bleeding. And it's because it's the other one, and the other one's just cut him off. Yeah. But also, like, what, you know the guy which with the beard, how does, you know, his finger's gone? 
Oh, so you got such thick gloves. Because he wears gloves. Oh my god, I can't see my broken finger. And when you rewatch it, you realise that they're arguing. There's one point where they're arguing over the tricks. Over the tricks. Yeah. And he's arguing, so he's basically arguing. It's his twin that does. Yeah. You're led to believe that the tricks are done by created by him, but they're arguing together because they both come up with them. And basically, oh. he live. And it's even a bit early on where they go to see like a. Uh, a guy, an old man, that makes a fishbowl disappear. Do you remember that bit? Yeah. And the trick is that he puts it up between his legs and he crouches over and carries it between his legs. And he stays in character all the time when he's in public. So he always acts like he's crouched over and stuff. Oh, yeah. And he's a, he's a true. Christian Bell's character is with Hugh Jackman's character and he says to Hugh Jackman's character, that's the trick. He's living the trick. And the reason he knows that is because he's living, he's already living in his, oh, yes. because he, him and his brother never are never seen together from the start because he knows how good of a magic trick it's going to be. Yeah. So it wasn't just sitting in the house like... Well no, the idea is they keep swapping, don't they? Yeah. So that's what they said, they swap every day. And when they're on stage, that's when they swap. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. So obvious now. And that's what happens when you rewatch it, you see how, how clever it's layered. Yeah, how... It's got layers. Yeah, and and because of the little flashbacks, you keep seeing it building up. Yeah, it's like I said, it's oh, it's that moment where it's like she keeps going, "You don't love me today, and you do love me today," and then she even says, "I know what you are." Apparently, that was ad libbed, and she worried, but she gave away the plot because they kept it in. She's like, "Well, is that going to give me a plot?" And it doesn't because. You don't know what she means at that point. Yeah. Because you, you're not, you don't even think, you stop thinking about how he's doing his trick. Yeah. Because it all becomes about Hugh Jackman's trick. Yeah. I do like, I was a bit, you know when you see Tesla burn down, I was like, what he, I was a bit confused then, I think. Um, a lot of that is, so, um, there was a lot of, I don't. I would. I wouldn't like to state who it was that was behind it because I don't know. But there's a lot of um, okay. jealousy of his like of his work yeah. and stuff because he was like the him and Edison who was electric, electricity people both discovered electricity but in different ways. Yeah. They were like the rivals of each other, and there's um, a lot of belief that Edison was behind the downfall of Tesla. Yeah, but like when you think like, he made wireless electricity, we have not even begin to make wireless electricity. When you think about it, the wireless, the wires on the ground, that's the point. Yeah, like we we like we have like wireless charging, but we've not made proper wireless things yet. See, I think to start with, you begin, you like Hugh Jackman's character. Yeah. You don't like Christian Bale's. But then it switches. But then at the very end, you realise it's actually the way around because Hugh Jackman crowd becomes quite a nasty person. Yeah. Because he just wants the trick. He wants the money. And he pushes everybody away. And he's, to him, it's all about. It becomes all about the trick. And he even tries to kill the other guy with a bullet trick. Yeah, because he killed his wife. But he did. He does. He and he honestly doesn't know. And I do wonder: is the reason he doesn't know? Yeah. Because the person he's asking isn't the person who tied the rope. Oh, that makes sense. Because it could have been the other guy. True. Because they swap so often. Yeah, because like. Because apparently, I, I, I do think he did purposely try and kill off. I don't think he purposely did. But I do think the whole point is that one of the twins is nicer than the other. Is it kind so of the one that likes his wife is nicer than the one that 
think so. Like through the system. That's it's, what I think. It's kind of morbid though how he kills the clones, like how he kills his wife. You know what I mean? Like, like, you maybe see a therapist maybe, just because you may have something. Just take all the clones with you. You can all talk it out. Wait, if he kept the clones with you, would each of the clones have a conscious? Their own con would he share a conscious between all of them? You get one conscious. Well, the book's different, so apparently in the book... Book? Yeah, it's based on a book. In the book, the clone, the one that goes into the machine, his, his memories go into the other one. And that one becomes like a lifeless soul, and that's they still that's the one that dies, and it ends where there's some sort of mess up with the trick, and not all the memories swap, and the, and one of them becomes really like quite twisted and stuff. I've never read the book. Mm. I think so. This is so Christopher Nolan is quite a famous director. Yeah. So for instance, for recent thing with Barbie film and Oppenheimer. I've not seen that yet. Oppenheimer is done by Christopher Nolan. Is it God? I've not seen it. I don't think it's a film you like. So he did other Batman films. He did a film called Inception, which is quite highly thought of. Um, well, he's done a lot of very clever films. I think this is his best film. Yeah. As much as I love the Batman films, I think he's amazing as Batman films. Yeah. This, to me, is this... If someone said to me, so there's this thing where... I always say what's between a favourite and greatest. So your favourite film, you might say, what I've missed out by. Yeah? But is it the greatest example of cinema? Probably not. Right? But if you were trying to explain to somebody what what films can do, this is it. Yeah. It can suck you in, you focus in, and then it just blow your mind at the end of it. Yeah, It's I all shot really nicely, it's acted really well, every character is in it's brilliant. Yeah, there's no, there's no messed up, missed dialogue. It's so well written that everything works. Yeah, because like that night I could barely sleep because I couldn't figure it out in my head. It's just. Indeed, that's a quite bad bit where Hugh Jackman's character sends the assistant to be with. Yeah. Um, bored into Steve's trip. He lost trip. it. Yeah. He's, even though he's having, he's in love with her. He sends her away like she's just some pet or something. Yeah. Go! And that to me is where, where it starts to twist a little bit because you start seeing, well, actually, this guy is so obsessed with the other guy. Yeah. He'll bothered. He's not bothered. Who he hurts, yeah. sort of thing. It's clever. I do. My favourite shot in this is probably the end shot when you see all the people, the dead clones, when it pans out. It's like, like when, no, when the fight, when people get, like, why is there so many dead bodies? And it's also quite clever how Michael Caine's character, to start with, is Hugh Jackman's friend, but yeah. by the end of it, it's actually the other guys. Yeah. So weird. Because he realises that actually he's lost the plot and he's yeah. basically framed as a guy for murder. Yeah. And he isn't, he hasn't done it. But he doesn't realise two of them. Yeah, because at that point he doesn't, but obviously he doesn't, mentally. Yeah. So, shall we rate the film, our score? Okay, it's your birthday, you go first. That's easy for me. What is it? Um, this is a five star film in my eyes. Yeah, I was going to say the same. I don't know what you do to improve this film. Um, I'd give it a one star judge of five. I'd give it a not solid five. Which obviously puts it right at the top with 
over five star films, which quite a few of my films for my birthdays and separate have been five star films. Wait for your birthday to pick a bad film. What? Wait for next birthday to pick a bad film. Well, it wouldn't be. That's the point. It wouldn't. I suppose it wouldn't be one of my favourite films if it was. A... But we, we're doing quite well now with five star films. We've got. Uh, Chef, Hot Fuzz, Remember the Titans, Mrs. Down Fire, Muppets Christmas Carol, Terminator 2, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and The Prestige. Star Wars is very, was very close. We've we've left. You let us down on that, but. What 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 did I rate it? Four point five. What did you rate it? Five. What did the guest rate it? Helen. Yeah. Five. I do think I would like to obviously see the originals and not edit because it draw. So that's the Prestige. So. I assume you've seen it because we've told you enough times to make sure you have seen it. Seen it. Um, I've seen it. All I would say is watch it again. I'm going to have to watch it again, aren't I? So, we'll jump into our little fun quiz. And, um, I've got, I'm going to probably lose. I've got Peter Pan. I've got Dumbo. I don't know anything. got Dumbo. I don't know anything about Dumbo. Do you want to go first or second? First. Dumbo is what kind of animal? I think he's an elephant. If that's not Pacific, I don't know. What colour Dumbo is Dumbo's magic feather? Probably white. Black. Um. Close. What is Tim? What is Timothy eating when we first meet him? Cheese, peanuts, or raisins? Timothy's a mouse. Peanuts, cause he's on, yeah, he's on a circus, isn't he? True or false? Dumbo does not say a single word. False. True. Really. So how many tiger cubs do the storks deliver? What's the number of options here? Cause like there isn't. It's, I would, all I can say is it's less than ten. Five then. Spot on. Really? Okay, I did well then. So you got three. It's in the other scene. I've not seen it, but I've never watched it. I've got Peter Pan. True or false, Wendy's <gasps> the oldest I've got of... Doing it, sorry. True or false, Wendy's the oldest of the darling children. True. What's the name of Captain Hook's faithful first mate? Smee. Smee. What does Mr. Darling have trouble finding while he's getting ready for the party? His left sock, his cufflinks, and moustache comb, his cufflinks. How many Lost Boys are there? Six. Who does Peter Pan banish for a week? Tinkerbell. So that's true, Smee, his cufflinks, six. You won. And Tinkerbell. I, so I got four marks and I guessed two of them. Bloody hell, my next one is Peter Pan as well. Mine's Ratatouille, I think, is one of the... I think Ratatouille is one of the underrated the, the pick-up film. Can we do Ratatouille? Because I think it, it's a great animated film. Maybe next year when it comes to your birthday, we do... Ratatouille. For about a month, we do... Pixar month. You can pick Disney and Pixar films. Yeah, because I've got two which need to know. Well, you do two and I'll pick two. Yeah, you know what mine will be. Oh, no, you just actually know it's your month, you can pick them. Okay. <laughs> oh, we've, got got. we've got to do a Disney one soon anyway. Yes, we better do Pixar. Um, so, usually there's a question, but this time Harry is just going to ask me around stuff. Okay. And I have actually no idea what he's going to ask me. <laughs> you can trust me, don't I? I'll wait for you to put your book on. What's your favourite episode of the podcast? Yeah. Um. I've got a few. Um, so I enjoyed the one that will have come out by now with Sam when we did Space Jam. 
Okay. Just because it was quite, cause, yeah. just because his love for animation is amazing. Yeah. You want. I've loved the, most of the guest ones. Yeah. Um, but always nice to have guests on. Um, I'm trying to think of ones that. I don't know why, I can't remember why, but I remember when we did the Uncle Buck one, it was a full episode, and I don't know why. True. Um, really enjoyed. That was fun, yeah. Yeah, the Batman. I really enjoyed the um, Drop Dead Fred one because it was, in, it was interesting to see your reaction to it, and I enjoyed the fact that how much you loved that film. Okay. Surprisingly. Um, and then on the flip of that, I quite enjoyed the Beetlejuice one because it was interesting to see. Oh, your dislike for it and why? Yeah, because I, I, and if it's how I've grown like up. Like so, I think it's gonna by the time now. this comes out, I'll have started to release episodes that we. So when we did the podcast, it looks so bad. As just a podcast, when we did guests, we did it over Zoom. So yeah. by the time this comes out, I'll have started to release the ones that we did over Zoom as on YouTube. Not all of them. I've reached out to everybody, and some, some haven't read the messages. But those that have read the messages and said have okayed, um, I'm going to start editing. I've edited one. I need to upload it to YouTube. Can you um, give us a hint who which one it is? The Harry Potter one. Um, I'm going to look so awkward in that one. You look really young. It, so it was done just before your thirteenth birthday. So you were like twelve. It, it was like one of the early guests oh, we had. Oh, I'm going to be um, so awkward in no, that one. No, it's just it's quite interesting just to see the difference in the podcast as well. I so. Oh, yeah, that means two years of my life. I think there's going to be maybe three or four that are going to get released, and they're quite interesting to see. If one of them, um, you finish all of it? Will be, yeah, yeah. I've two, like, two years I've been in this podcast now. I think so. Next question. Have you got a least favourite episode? Least is the wrong thing. I think, in hindsight, I wish we'd have done how the podcast is now. Yeah. I wish we'd have done that from the start. Yeah. But obviously that's for development of a podcast. That's we're two episodes, things. one episode. So yeah, when we're doing like multiple films and stuff, we've 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 hit so many good films that we're, like, we're gonna. Ha I feel we need to go back and redo. Yeah, we should do. Because so we like for instance, Short we've done, when this comes out, the Wizard will have come out, which is an okay film. Yeah. Spoiler: When we haven't we haven't scored it at this point because we haven't recorded it. We're not. Oh no, we need to um, record it. We've got three to record still. Um, what films? Tell me after this, actually, yeah. And, um, you know, but we've done, and that's going to get on YouTube, but Back to the Future isn't on YouTube, and that doesn't make sense to me. Did we do Back to the Future? We need and Back to the Future 2 and 3. Uh, Karate Kids. Chaucer um, got 1, Chaucer 2. Gremlins. Labyrinth. Gremlins 2. Princess then. Bride, Jurassic Park. Gremlins, Gremlins 2. Easy, big, there's loads. Iron Giant, which you need for this much. So I do think we're going to, I think as much as we've watched We've got a list of films that we can still plough through. I think we do need to go back and redo some. We should do like a Back to the Future month. Yeah, I've got to say. So I think. Back to the podcast and. Um, I think that's what we do every year. We do a month where we just do. Old films. Old films we've already covered, but we don't, don't listen to the old episodes. So yeah, my least favourite ones are the early ones because the format was so much different. We only talk about a film for probably fifteen to twenty minutes, but just that's enough. Yeah, like for so us to just discuss it. Yeah, but like, and we had to kind of rush them because we, you know. We also think just your knowledge and your understanding of films has improved so much. Yeah. Also, don't listen to the first episode. I can, and here's a fact about me: I can't listen to any of the episodes because I hate my voice. So, uh, any other questions? What made you fall in love with films? 
because you're always sat right there every day when you're not in work watching a film or series. Yeah, I, I like to watch like I, I suppose nowadays, if I'm being honest. So no, see, to your question, what made me fall in love? I suppose thing. I suppose Star Wars is the one. True. Um, because I have the figures. Yeah, you know, it's like Harry, Harry uh, Oliver now. Yeah. He plays with Mario and Minecraft because that's what he's into. I was into Star Wars, Transformers, yeah, He-Man. So Star, Star Wars, it's the figures. Yeah. Um, and then from that, and if you look at how many of these films we've watched, so if you think Goonies, oh, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Short Circuit. Target 2, um, Gremlins, Gremlins 2. Gremlins, Back to the Future, Labyrinth, mm. Princess Bride. How, as a Magic kid, dance. imagine you being 7, 8, 9, 10 with all these. And then, when you start getting close to your age, then you think about Disney area of Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid. There's Lion a better King. version of Aladdin out there. I recently watched a better version of Aladdin. Cartoon? No. Live, live action? No, it's not as good as the original. Twisted. Twisted. It's not as good as Robin Williams' Aladdin. I know, but it's still funny. It's I mean, not as good. No, it's good. It's well, got a better story. Ben, you go like Uncle Buck, Great Outdoors, Good Morning Vietnam, Mrs. Dark Look at the films I had to grow up watching. And all we've got now is sequels and Disney films. Well, all we have is Disney. So, yeah, so... Disney, please let us have more. Going off the tangent a little bit, a hatred of films now. So, for instance, Back to the Future came out and it was a one-off film. Yeah. Indiana Jones came out and it was a one-off film. Star Wars is a bit different because he did wrote, write a full arc so he knew where it was going to go. Um, Goonies is a one-off film to his day, it's only been one film. Labyrinth, Princess Bride. Um, Mrs. Doubtfire. These are, they're not set yeah. up for sequels. Like, yeah. Now, Today, every film is left in a position to make a sequel. Yeah. Because they're thinking of the franchise, and it's as much as I love Marvel, Marvel is the reason. Awesome, because Marvel yeah. have generated this, they've dominated the box office for t over 10 years. Even though a lot of the latest films dropped in quality, it was always going to happen. Like, no studio can always, you know, when Pixar hit out with Toy Story, Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3, they, they were like Finding Nemo, Monsters Inc., Wally, -E, Ratatouille, Cars, Incredibles, they hit a run of, like, and then they of about 10 years and then they start to, the quality started to dip because they were churning them out so quickly. The quality didn't dip, the stories dipped more. Yeah, the quality of the animation but it could have turned out so much. It's always going to happen. Yeah, like I feel like Marvel films hit a dip with Eternals, and then it what? Then it was the what? It was basically after Endgame. That's when yeah. they dropped off. But now, now it's kind of the kind of good films. There's been the odd ones in there, but nowhere near the same level as them. Because I don't think they know exactly. It's because they, beforehand they had a definitive end. I feel like also Endgame for one yeah. of the better. I thing is with Marvel. Series you cannot rewatch any Marvel series. I try. I've tried many times to rewatch One Division. I cannot because I know the story. I have, so you said you commented that I sit and watch films. Like I, I, I have the same sort of films I watch, and then I, have to, I try and find new films yeah. that I haven't seen. I made that have to be new ones. So it can be old ones that I just never yeah. watched. I do have certain films that I fall into and watch. Yeah. And actually, a lot of the ones we've watched, the ones that just. Would probably never. I would never consider great films. They're just watchable. Yeah. Also, I do think the late the new Captain Marvel film looks good. And I think they might hit off that one. Any more questions? 
Um, I forgot the lesson on you. Are you happy with your new set? Yeah, it'll be built by the time this comes out. So. He's got he's got the Grindelwald bank weighted in line. Sent me an image straight when he got it. Shall I have a question? I forgot the lesson on you. What were they about? I forgot them bad. Favourite films? Yeah, favorite films. Least favourite character in a film and favourite character in a film. Of ones we've watched? Should we do stick it to that? Yeah, because like, there's millions of films you've mm. probably watched. Um, you've watched twice as many as me. Way more than that. Um, I don't know about favourite, but one of the most enjoyable Going back to what I've already mentioned, is Drop Dead Fred. I forget how good of a film that is, and actually how underrated it is, because it was just one of those films that did wasn't massive, a massive hit. I do love Uncle Buck, the yeah. character of Uncle Buck. Obviously, Mr. Doubtfire's fan, yes. um, but that's Robin Williams. It's not. Yeah, he every film he is, he um, smashes it. Least favorite. I've got mine. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Um, I'm not, no hate to add the hate. You know, no, like, another one that I'm not a huge fan of, and again it's a bit controversial probably, what? is Jack Skeleton from Night No Fuckers. I'm not a fan of the film. This is Halloween. I literally wouldn't watch it. There wouldn't be a reason for me to watch it unless somebody was else was watching it. I would never, if it was on TV, I would never watch it, purposely watch it. Yeah. I wouldn't put it on. It just, it just, and it's not, and the thing is, I love animation and stuff. You so love stop motion, I love stop motion. It's nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, I would say, just answering a question you haven't really asked it, a film that I can't help but love. Yeah. Would be a good question. Okay. Um, what was it? And there's no rhyme or reason why it's a film that I've worn to so much. If I had to pick one of our films... I've got my one. Come on. Mine's not on the list though, so it's Wally. Okay. Every time no, that's, that's honestly, you have... Uh, so you have a tattoo of Wally. So. We still have the top five or six films that we've had then. Yeah. And if I had to pick one film that I would... <laughs> that I, one of those films yeah. that I had to watch every year is Muppet's Christmas Carol. Oh, true. I, I watch it every year without fail. But it's Christmas, can I watch it? Yeah, I watch it, I always watch it every year. But also when you watch any Perth Jack Joe, it's just coming it out. Doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not Christmas until I watch it. Yeah. And so once with decorations and stuff, I'm happy to watch it. The thing is, it's like, I saw this weird video. And so another character I love is um, Gonzo and that. Yeah, I saw this video of, um, you know how in the shops they have Halloween Day and the Christmas decoration show? They had they switched the camera and it was Christmas and it sung um all over Christmas so this is Halloween and it's like that's so true because right it's after Halloween it's Christmas time. All I want for Christmas is films. We should release an album of that. Okay. I think we should so, get on it, Dad. I take it. Are we leaving it there? Yeah. Happy birthday! Happy early birthday for the future. Yeah, because this will come out the day before my birthday. Wish him happy birthday. Thank you. He'd be 44. Woo! Don't we have to get 44 well, Thank K. you to everyone who listens to the podcast. Please like and subscribe. Oh, we're going to have to get 44 please, candles on your cake. Please subscribe on YouTube. It massively helps. Um, and like all our videos. And a mug. And if you listen to the podcast, wherever you listen to it, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever, please leave us a five-star review. That also helps. 
and like and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and yeah. TikTok, etc. And please buy some merch so we can fold 44 candles for Dad's cake. Thanks a lot. Bye bye.